0: Welcome to the Wealthy Coach Podcast, where I teach you how to become a wealthy AF in your business, your mindset, your coaching, and your life. I'm your host, Kendra Perry. I am a former functional health coach turned online business mentor for health coaches, practitioners, and professionals. I'm here to help you grow the online business of your dreams by teaching you the strategy, the tech, and by helping you cultivate the mindset you need be a badass health entrepreneur. I'm blunt, I'm to the point, and I'll probably drop an F-bomb or two. So fasten your seatbelts and get ready to become Wealthy AF. What's up, my friend? Welcome back to the Wealthy Coach Podcast. I am Kendra Perry. And today... I'm going to share with you a recording from one of my coaching sessions inside Health Coach Accelerator. And this will be really valuable for you if you're feeling really frustrated in your business right now. Maybe you're feeling like, this is way harder than I thought it was. Or maybe you're feeling like, is this even worth it? Or maybe I should give up. And I want to tell you that it's very normal to feel this way in the beginning part of your business. When I say beginning, I usually mean the first year to three years. It's a little bit different for everyone. Because let's be honest, building a business is hard. And if it was easy, wouldn't everyone be doing it? But they're not. So you have chosen a path that is much more difficult than the other path. The other path being the stable corporate job, consistent paycheck. You've chosen the harder path, but the payoff is much, much higher, in my opinion. So I'm going to share with you this little kind of pep talk I did for my students inside HCA. And I think you will find it very motivational. So let's dive into it. The first thing I want to talk about is I posted this quote in the group the other day, and I'm like obsessed with it for some reason. And I just like can't stop thinking about it because I just I love it. And I think it's so true. And you guys may have seen that in the group, but if not, I'm just going to read it out. Just give me a sec to pull it up because I probably won't say it right if I try to say it off the cuff. Okay. So the quote is, and it's anonymous. I don't know who wrote this, but entrepreneurship is living a few years of your life like most people won't so that you can spend the rest of your life like most people can't. And I really love it because it really speaks to the sacrifice that we have to make in the first couple of years. It could be A year of sacrifice, it could be more. It really just depends at what pace we're moving at and how long it takes us to kind of get into a little bit of a flow. But the first year, especially, I always like to say like the first year in your business is kind of fucked because it's hard, right? Because you're learning so many new things and you're doing something that is so different than anything that we've ever been socially conditioned to do. Unless of course you grew up with entrepreneur parents, which a lot of us didn't. My dad was an engineer. My mom was a teacher. Standard jobs, nine to five. They worked a lot. I had nannies growing up, that sort of thing, because they were gone a lot. So that's what we think we need to do. We need to have these nine to five jobs, right? Where we work a lot, don't get much time, weekend warrior sort of thing. And so when we go into entrepreneurship, it's very different, right? Like there's no one telling us what to do. There's no one telling us when we have to get up in the morning or not, unless of course you have kids, and I'm sure they're telling you when you got to get up. But no one is running our workday and no one is giving us a pat on the back when we do a good job. Besides ourselves, right? And we struggle. I think that's where a lot of the struggle comes with is because we want to know that we're doing a good job. And the only way to know that we're doing a good job is money or clients, right? So when that's not happening, we wonder, are we doing the right thing? And maybe what we're doing isn't working, or maybe we're not good at what we do, right? And so I think because we run a business alone, unless you have a business partner, of course, but most of us are solo, right? And we're alone in our homes or offices. Our partners might be away at work all day, kids away at school or whatever, and just kind of like alone, like spinning your wheels, right? And it can be lonely in that sense. And that's why it's really amazing that you guys are in this community, right? Because you have each other to lean on and definitely don't forget about reaching out to each other for support. But there is a lot of sacrifice that goes into the first few years. And there is a lot of hustle that needs to happen. And I feel like hustle has gotten... People are just like, fuck the hustle, like no hustle, no hustle. And I don't think that's a good thing. And I'm not someone who thinks you need to hustle. And I think chronic hustle is a problem. I think hustling at the expense of your health and your relationships is not good. right? But there are seasons of hustle. In your business, and the beginning is one of them. And you'll go through other seasons of it, especially when you're looking to scale, right? Like the jump from multiple six figures to seven figures requires hustle, right? Because you have to kind of redo your whole strategy. You have to, like, there's like another big jump that happens there, right? And so it depends, right? You might get to making 60 to 80K a month and be complete and be happy with that. And so maybe you're happy to just kind of maintain and keep it at that level. And you're cool. But for some of you, you may have bigger goals, right? And that's fine. If you don't have the big goals, that's cool. If you do, that's cool too, right? We all want different things. Some people want an empire and other people don't. So there is this hustle and sacrifice that happens in the first couple years. And I get kind of frustrated when I see a lot of stuff where where it's like, oh, well, you should feel aligned and in flow. Sure. I love that. I love to feel aligned and in flow but you don't get to start there, right? And you can feel aligned in other ways, but there is a lot of hard work and sacrifice that goes into the beginning of a business because there's just a lot of stuff that needs to get done. But the thing I love about that quote is it really speaks to the better thing on the other side. I don't know if any of you guys ever did traditional, I think Jess, you went to college, right? I think you said you did like a couple of years of college. I went to university for, I did like a degree and I'm sure some of you guys went to kind of traditional schooling as well. And if you have had that experience, you will probably remember how fucked up it is. (laughs) Like you have to do so much. And like, if anyone has ever been through like college or university exams, it always feels like this is impossible. I have to do five exams. I have no time to study. I don't see how it's possible that I do all these exams. I pass in that amount of time. That's usually what we feel like. That's what I felt like. I just felt like school was so intense and stressful, but I did it. Why did I do it? Well, because I thought there was something better on the other side. And well, <laughs> for my university degree, there wasn't necessarily, but that's the promise, right? That's what we think. We think we do this. We sacrifice now. We don't go out as much with our friends. We don't do all these other things. Yeah. is an accelerant for mental illness. I totally agree with that. It's crazy. But we do it with the, because there's this promise of something better on the other side. And that's why I love this quote, because it's showing you You're living a few lives like most people wouldn't do this, right? Most people need security. They don't like taking risk. They want their paycheck and they want that stability. And you have to live a couple of years, one to three years, I would say it depends, without that stability. And that's really hard. And most people would never do that. So just the fact that you're even like pursuing this path really speaks to the kind of person you are and what you want for yourself and what you're meant for. Because all of you guys are meant for amazing things. Just the fact that you're in this program means that you're meant for great things because people don't pursue this path who want more for themselves, right? And so yes, there is sacrifice, right? And that's going to look like different things for all of us. That might look like not seeing our friends and family as much. It might look like working on a weekend or working in an evening or getting up at 4am to work. It's going to look a little bit different for all of us. My sacrifice looked like not seeing my friends as much, missing out on like certain trips and like fun things that I wanted to do. Right. It meant working in the evenings sometimes. Right. And it meant picking up a lot of really boring, odd jobs to pay the bills until I could make enough money on my own. I've talked about I trimmed weed, <laughs> I made hash in someone's garage for like a month, like a dirt bag, which was <laughs> so shitty. But like, it was just like, that was the work that was available and it was work that I could do and it paid the bills, right? I worked for FDN. I worked for Melissa Ramos. I worked as like a practitioner in other people's businesses until I could kind of get things off the ground. And that was hard because it just meant that there was a lot going on and there was a lot of balls in the air. But if you can get past the first few years of sacrifice, what is on the other side is super worth it, right? Because again, living your life like most people can't. Most people can never imagine like how much freedom you can have, right? Like people, my friends and family are amazed that like, I can do what I want when I want. And I'm like, it's like a Wednesday and I'm at the farmer's market or it's random two weeks in the fall and I'm on like a trip, right? And I'm still working maybe a little bit on the side, but like I can take my business on the road with me. Like I'm not constrained by the fact that I have to go to a job every day. I can run my business from anywhere. So that, and with that gives you a lot of freedom, right? I don't worry about money. Right. Like these are all the things that are available to you on the other side of like the sacrifice and the hustle phase that you are currently in right now. Right. So I think what really inspired me, and Stacy's not on right now, but she had shared, I think I can't remember who was on the call or in the group, but she had shared that she'd taken a month off because she was just feeling really down because she'd come to the realization that she was doing more marketing than she was coaching. And what she's passionate about is coaching and helping people, but she wasn't doing that right? she's spending all her time creating content and marketing. And it is a harsh realization and nobody prepares you for this. And I think that's why it's even harder because like, you're given a lot of false promises, right? I'm not like putting down like the educational institutions. It's just not what they do. Most of them don't give business training and a lot of them aren't going to be ever willing to give that because it's not what they do, right? And so you're kind of sold the promise of, I just need to get the certification and then I'm going to be able to start a business but you come out of whatever education you did completely unprepared to succeed. 100% unprepared to succeed unless you have marketing background. But even at that, I can't tell you how many corporate marketing people we've had come through this program and they're like, oh, I know nothing about marketing because it's different. Corporate marketing, online business, building a personal brand is not the same, right? It's different. You can have all the marketing experience in the world in the corporate world. And then you try to build a personal brand as a coach and it doesn't translate. Okay. And so it's just like, it's a hard pill to swallow. And I wish that people just someone would tell you, (laughs) for example, I have this girlfriend and she's doing a health coaching certification program right now. And we're really close. And I just said, I just let her know. I'm like, hey, by the way, like you're going to do that, but you're still going to need business training. So you should factor that into your budget. And she was like, okay, great to know. So she ended up going for a certification program that was a little bit cheaper, a little bit more affordable so that she could put money aside to hopefully come to this program. But if not this program, go into some other business coaching program. Right. Because I think it's like, it's the shock of that realization that you feel like, well, no one told me this. What the hell? I didn't know I was a marketer. I don't want to be a marketer. Well, fuck. Now what am I going to do? Right. And so in the beginning, obviously there's a lot more weight on being the marketer. That's just the way it is because you can't just start a business and have clients, but the balance shifts and it will shift if you stick with it. Right. And it shifts to the point where you get to do the fun stuff more than you do the marketing stuff. Right. And at some point you can have someone else that does all that stuff for you. You just need to kind of like show up on video, create your content, whatever. Right. But someone can distribute it. They can repurpose it. That sort of thing. You can get a lot of help with this sort of thing. Okay. So, just know that the balance shifts. Like, you're in the trenches right now. This is the hardest time, right? In your business. And it's okay. Just remember the thing that's on the other side of this and connect back to that, those whys, right? That selfish why of what do I want for my life? What am I meant for? What am I meant to do? What's my legacy? What impact am I meant to have on this planet? Because, like, anything that is worth it in life is never free and is never easy. And if you're up for it, As you wade through the trenches and the hustle and the hard times, there's a lot of growth that can happen. That's where all the growth happens. Growth doesn't happen from the easy times. It happens from the hard times, right? And entrepreneurship really pushes you to be a better version of yourself, to learn about yourself, to evolve personal evolution, right? And that's a really beautiful thing. But personal evolution never comes from ease and comfort. It just doesn't. Yeah, Landry, I really needed to hear this today. Thank you. I'm almost in tears. Aw, because these last months have been trying to say the least. I'm back working at my family's restaurant so I can make end meat so I can continue on this path. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with having a part time job. (laughs) I had one, right? I didn't start my business full time. I was working for people for three years, first three years of my business. I was working these weed jobs for my friends. I was working for FDN and I was. Yeah, working in other people's businesses as a practitioner. And I was thinking the other day, I was even like the meat girl. I used to buy like a whole cow and then I divvy up all the cuts into like a $200 box and I would sell it with delivery. So I'd just be driving around town with my car full of meat, (laughs) Delivering meat to people, right? Like I was just like, I just got to figure out like what to do, what to make it work. And what I will say, Alando, is you're making some amazing progress, right? You've gotten clients, like you haven't even been at this for that long, so like you're almost there. And I think it's a great thing that you're working for your family's restaurant because just something to pay the bills, right? Just take off the financial stress, right? I think it's really hard to go full time in your business when you're new without something to support you because it does take time to make consistent income. And I can remember. So it's about a year and a half into my business. I just started dating Ryan, my partner. And I think we've been dating for maybe like six, seven, eight months. And I remember we were gardening and I just started melting down. It was the first time I cried in front of him, first of many times to come. But I just broke down and I started crying. And I said, My business is failing. I feel like a failure. I'm just not getting clients because it had been a while since I'd gotten clients. And yeah, I just felt so defeated. But the attitude that I always have, and the reason that I made it is because I was willing to do whatever it took. Giving up was never an option for me. I knew what I wanted. I knew I didn't fit in to the corporate world or the nine to five. I've never really had a traditional job. i just never fit in. I always felt like a square peg trying to fit into a round hole. I just didn't belong there. And I don't think you guys belong there either. Right? So... Just know that like you're on the right path and there is sacrifice, right? And maybe that's working at your family's restaurant right now. And I think that's beautiful. That's great. It's amazing that you have that. And you don't need a ton of time to build up a business, right? Like I was working probably 15 to 20 hours a week for FDN, right? So I only had like 15 hours a week to work on my business. Sometimes 10, sometimes I'd get 20. But it was enough time. And as soon as I quit FDN, I had my first 10K month because it opened up the space to really focus in. But by then I kind of knew more what I was doing, right? So don't, like Elandria, especially, and for anyone else who's doing that, I mean, it's not a failure. It doesn't mean anything about you. There's nothing, there's no shame in working for your family's restaurant or some job. Speaking with someone on my Instagram DMs about this the other day, right? Like they just, they're like, yeah, I just took on this other job doing, I can't remember what it was. She's like, I haven't even told, my husband or my family, because I'm just, I feel ashamed because my business isn't working. And there's no shame in that, right? We're all just surviving. We're all just doing our best. And it just, it doesn't come easy. I think what we see when we look at other experts and influencers online is we see the other side. We don't see them in the trenches because when they're in the trenches, their presence isn't really out there. So we don't typically see them, right? Like we see everyone on the other side, which makes it look easy and awesome. But if you speak with any entrepreneur, there's always been... A lot of sacrifice and hard times and humbling times that went into the time before. Yeah, it's very hard to shine when you feel like you're trying to crawl up out of a grave. Anything to make the climb out easier is worth it. Yeah, totally. And just like take the pressure off. And I wasn't even able to officially start my business until I got a part time job, right? Like I graduated from FDN in 2013 in the spring. And I kind of took people on the side, like was taking people on the weekends, but I was still working in forestry, which is a 50 hour a week job, right through the summer. And it was exhausting. And then you get laid off in the fall and then you collect unemployment because you get laid off and then you get your job back again in the spring. But on unemployment, I was making $1,600 a month. And I was like, how am I going to go? And once you start making your own money, you can't collect unemployment anymore. So I was like, well, how do I go from making $1,600 a month, which is paying my bills to making, to replacing that every month. And that felt super crazy. And so I was kind of spinning my wheels over the whole winter. I was like working on my business. I was making freebies, working on my website, like doing things like kind of putting it out there, but, and, you know, taking clients for cash, but I just didn't know how I could do it. So when I saw the FDN job posting, I just decided I was going to get it and I did and then on the day I got that job I stopped filling out my unemployment reports and that was the end of that right so just know that like you just need to do what you can and there is something better on the other side if you're willing if you're up for it okay i hope that was motivational